John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. Hey, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor, Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. And guess what? Isotope offers one free month of Music Production Suite Pro, which has all the tools you need to mix, master, and repair audio. Also, you can get 10% off all other software using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All of this is at isotope.com, I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kilchicka, Ed. This is the High Gain Podcast. Oh, High Gain Podcast. <laughs> I try and bury my high gain delivery. That was suspenseful. Yeah, yeah. Hey, where are we recording from, John? Beautiful West Seattle. It is beautiful today. Nice and rainy, the way we love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, what do we talk about here at the high gain? Uh, we talk about beverages. Yes. Guitars. And guitars. And beverages guitars. and guitars. Sometimes we talk about the weather. Old guy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oldie guy stuff. Let's talk about the, the, the Venn diagram of weather and old man ailments yeah there's a pretty big overlap i've found yeah so you take john and ed and you mm-hmm. make the venn diagram one circle is weather the other one is old man yeah and that uh, that slice in the middle yeah you got your knees yeah you got your ankles yeah rickets the scurvy berry berry dropsy gout oh the gout that's it yeah what do you think about that john <laughs> compelling <laughs> yes compelling audio <laughs> that's what we're here for the people they love it yeah. This is a cool guitar, John. Yeah, Ed is actually holding the guitar today. It's cool. You like it? I don't remember who did the hashtag Let Ed Play, but whoever that person was. We have kept that person. Oh, is it uh, an anonymous Anonymous. Thing? There's probably a you know, patient zero of Let Ed Play. It might be me. Whatever. Well, so does that mean you can play this into something? I don't know. I've got a guitar here. Yeah. I even put a strap on today because I feel like I should stand up. Are you going to stand up and play? Yeah. Listen to your heart. Beverages, Ed. That was a request. Oh. Viewer Chris Baugh requested yeah. some Roxette. Roxette. R.I.P. She died in December. Her name? Not yeah. Roxette. Really? Roxette was the name of the duo. 
her name was Marie Fredrickson. Okay. Of Stockholm, Sweden. Sweden. She was 61, brain cancer. Oh. Crazy? Yes. She was diagnosed with the brain cancer mm-hmm. in 2002. Whoa. That is a long time to be walking around with the brain cancer. <laughs> what yeah. do you got there, Ed? Oh, I got a cup of coffee. Yeah, you know, here in Seattle, yeah. we don't always go for the cold, frosty beverages. No. Sometimes we're just old men in the sweaters with the coffee. Yeah. What is this, Ed? It's a guild. It's a ripper. I just noticed it's got that 24th fret that you like to wheedle on. (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) That was... Great, man. That was me uh, shredding up there. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, you like that? I loved it. Who is using that 24th fret? Me. You and Yingve? Oh, yeah, Yingve. Yangvong. Ding dong. Yeah. This, Ed, is a S300. A Guild S300. Yes, and it has a couple of designations. Okay. They did that a lot. Okay. Uh, Guild and, you know, everybody else. Sure. Oh, let's get a model, and then we'll put numbers or letters at the end of it to denote different totally. shit. This is an S300 AD. A as in amber? Ash. Ash. The body oh. is ash. Ash. And then... Do you know what the D is? Dual? Like uh, two pickups? Demarzio. Oh! Man, I feel like I was kind of on the right track there with both of those. I think you were. It was like a body and pickup designation. I just got them both wrong. Way to go. <laughs> Do you want the briefest of rundowns on Guild? Oh, please. Oh, yeah. Do you remember uh, Alfred Drange? Rhymes with orange. Rhymes with orange. Yeah, okay. Plane crash. Oh! Remember? He commuted yeah. via plane up to Connecticut or somewhere? Yeah, Rhode Island. Okay. He was a professional guitarist when he founded Guild in 1952. First factory was in Manhattan. Right. He had a whole bunch of workers, highly skilled craftsmen, that he uh, grabbed from Epiphone. Right. When they went on strike and then Epiphone moved to Philadelphia and then all the New York cats were like, I'm not going to fucking Philadelphia. Right. 56? Yeah. They move. Okay. They moved to Hoboken, New Jersey. Uh, that sounds even worse. Oh, but for different reasons. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Hoboken, New Jersey? Yeah. Land of Frank Sinatra? What's he up to? He's up there in the sky with like Nancy. Also, like Nancy Reagan, right? Wasn't there a Sinatra Reagan thing? Probably. And like a bunch of mobsters? Probably. That's for just generically all the dead mobsters. That and our man Whitcomb Judson. Oh. Do you know Whitcomb Judson? No, fuck no. He died in 1909. Oh no, what's his deal? He started the Universal Fastener Company. Okay. In Hoboken, New Jersey. Okay. Whitcomb Judson, inventor of the goddamn zipper, Ed. Oh, cool. Without Hoboken, you don't get the zipper. No, that's dope. In any event. Yeah. uh, So now Guild is in Hoboken, and in 1963, yeah, ten years later, less than ten years later, right, they decide to start building solid body guitars. Right, 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 right. Up until this point, they'd only been making the the jazz boxes. Yep. They start with the S100. The S50, the S200, and we know those because those are those funky-shaped Polaras and the one with the right, kickstand right, right, in it. Right, 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 right. They like, right. look like squiggles. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
yeah. eventually the S100 would come to look kind of like an SG, and that's mm-hmm. what Kim Thale and Soundgarden would play. But these were their first solid bodies. These being the S100 series. And yeah. this is an S300? 300, yeah. Okay. So we're getting there. In 1966, though, mm-hmm. uh, they move again. The Avnet Corporation buys them and moves them to Westerly, Rhode Island. Avnet. Is that what you said? Avnet. Are they a Gulf Western company? Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea what they do. I should have looked it up, but... I don't give a shit. I didn't. So now they're in Rhode Island. Sure. And they decide, okay, let's update the series. Let's make the S300 series. Yeah. That is what this guitar is a part of. Tell me the year again. 1977. 77, John, is like... A seminal year Ooh. in some Ooh. kind of, uh, like, it's a great year for punk rock. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You know about uh, Nevermind the Bollocks? Yeah. 77. Nice. Did you know that? I, I yes. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> okay. The Clash? Well, you got The Clash, you got Iggy Pop, you got the Ramones, you got the Talking Heads, Blondie, Costello, mm-hmm. like... The number of albums that came out that year is crazy. That's a cool year for that guitar to come out. Yeah. You want to know what's up with it? Couple of humbuckers, ash body, two-tone, two-volume. It's got a three-way, and then it's got one of those little, you know... Phasey switches. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. Let me walk you through the series. Okay. So it comes out as yeah. the S300, and it's got two horns. The bottom one is really abbreviated mm-hmm. because the neck is 24 frets. So you got to cut off a lot of that horn to be able to get up yeah, there. Yeah, on the... yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, that's up there. That's two octaves up, baby. The core or the base model of the S300 is actually mahogany. The neck is mahogany, the body is mahogany, and it comes in natural, sunburst, cherry, black, walnut, all all the different colors. Black. Black, please. Black would be nice. And it came with two guild humbuckers. I wonder how those were. I don't know. But you can get the S300D, where they would take those pickups out and put DiMarzios in. And do you think that was an upgrade? Yes. Oh, it was. It was an upgrade. So... However good those Guild pickups were, they were not as good as the pickups in this guy. Yeah, as an aside, this was like the time in history, mid-70s, late-70s, maybe because of the punk, I don't even know, Yeah, where people wanted to drive their amps harder. So they wanted hotter pickups. Okay. In the neck, this is a DiMarzio PAF. Mm-hmm. And in the bridge, this is a DiMarzio Super Distortion. Oh. It's pretty hot. Yeah. So here's a PAF. It's a bridge. John. Yeah, what? What? I like that. Do you? I like it. You could get the S300A. Ash body. Ash body. Okay. And then the AD, the DiMarzios, which is what we have here. Yeah. You can throw these pickups out of phase. Ready? Yeah. Oh. I don't understand why anyone would ever play in phase. I don't know why that would be a thing you would do. You want to hear a thing? Um, yes. We got a little vintage dirt here. Yeah. Maybe this pedal is even... I'm 
predates. Older. Yeah, yeah. Than this absolutely. This is a uh, Jack's Waffles. That is cool, I guess. This one is warning. Okay. Little, little hinky. I think maybe it just needs to be cleaned. The pots are just a little dirty. And grounded or something yeah, yeah, like that. I have this thing with guitars. I generally would rather have the vintage than the new. Uh-huh. The older pedals just tend to be so janky in my estimation. I would feel weird Velcroing it to a board and slamming on it all the time. And and they're noisier. And yep, so, like, yep. I guess if you had the wherewithal to get these pedals and then have them worked on. Yeah, or just like, if you're recording and you just kind of want that, like, really vintage thing. But I couldn't see actually playing live with that pedal. Turn it off. Turn it off now. Wow, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, so the thing is, at the time when this came out, mm-hmm. nobody wanted it. Sure. And I mean that literally because mm-hmm. I found a discussion with the guy who worked for Guild in the late 70s, and his job was marketing this. Okay. And he said he approached all kinds of musicians. Yeah. And... Almost universally, they love the way it sounded and played, because it does sound great and plays wonderfully, but they all thought it looked dopey as hell and told them, no thanks. Yeah, it's They couldn't get anybody to endorse it. It was really hard to find anybody that played them, but I did find a band out of Dutch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a Dutch band called The X. Okay. And their guitar player, Terry Hessels. Yeah. He plays one of these Guild S300s. I'm into it. And has since yeah. 1979. And he's still playing. And he's still playing. 89, 99, 40 years. That's 40 years? 40 years of guitar playing. Yeah. The neck on this yeah. is maple with a strip of mahogany running down the middle of it. Maple neck on an ash body with yeah. a strip of mahogany and an ebony fretboard. Yeah. They were going for that sustain. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hey, I kickstarted a pedal. This is pretty exciting, everybody. Yeah. Ed brought a new pedal. I did. I got it in the mail. It's the Chase Bliss Blooper. What do they bill it as? Uh, it is a looper pedal, but they do not half-ass anything. They kind of are on the feature-rich tip on the top of the pedal. Right. There's a bank of dip switches. Oh, God, there's a pedal with dip switches, and that just terrifies me. Right. That, like, you need a whole separate bank. But it's a looper pedal that they made in conjunction with the Knobs YouTube channel. Yeah. And that guy's pedal videos are amazing. And so more than a year ago, they started collaborating, and it's taken over a year to get it out. So it's a looper pedal that you can layer loops into it, and then you can modify the loops. Right. But you can do time slicing things where it'll randomly like remove bits from the loop. You can do all kinds of weird shit. Hit that thing, the blinking one. Hit the blinking one. This is an unmodified loop. 
Ed is down on the floor turning a whole bunch of knobs. That was playing with the speed, obviously. So this is a dropper functionality. Where it just kind of drops out bits and pieces of it. This one scrambles the loop. It actually takes the pieces of the loop and just puts them in a different order. And this one is in a pattern. So the pattern is repeating. That's the uh, Chase Bliss blooper. And that was scratching the surface. I was just about to say that there's not a whole lot more we could or should do with this because it is deep. It's really cool. This would be a great paddle for your kind of shoegazy hipstery band. My ambient spacey boy. Yeah. You gave me another bucket today. Location integer. Okay. So what am I? You are location and I've got all the numbers. So do I go first? You go first. Okay. Oh, Paraguay? 45. Paraguay 45. That's your band name. Take it. Should we do another one? Indiana. 11. Nope. Nope. Someone can take it, but I'm not into it. One more. (laughs) Preschool? 29. Preschool 29. I think Paraguay 45 so far. That's the one. One more? Yeah. Okay. Minnesota? 37. No. Okay, one more. We'll make it an even five. (laughs) Even five. Elevator? 98. So, viewers? These are your band names. Those are yours. Do you want to do a verb the noun as long as we're here? Okay. Because, you know, there are a lot of people out there in garages and basements and rumpus rooms the world over Mm -hmm. drinking their near beer and arguing with their bandmates when they could be playing music. Right, right. So we need to help them get past that hump. Knit? The quantity. Nope. Nope. I don't want to tell these people they can't, you know, you use it. I just don't like that band name. Okay. Smell? The family. You know, it's... Jokey? Yeah. See, we're doing this hard work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you guys who have music to make don't have to do it. Raise? The entry. Pull another uh, noun. Reality? Ugh. Um, find? The statement. Naming a band is hard, is all I'm saying. Yeah. What about location noun? Keep your nouns. Okay. Corner office. Client. I kind of like corner office, the client. Hmm. One more. Dubuque. Population. Dubuque, the population. You can modify these viewers. Maybe it's the population of Dubuque. Oh. 
What about Dubuque 900? That's pretty good. Paraguay 45 or Dubuque, Dubuque 900? Those are pretty good. Yeah. We'll keep thinking of these things because we yeah. know how hard it can be for you. Right. You've got posters that need making. Right. You've got stickers that need printing. Probably a song or two to write. Yeah, and you can't do any of this without a good name. No. Yeah. So this guitar, <laughs> the marketing dude said he couldn't sell it to anyone. He couldn't get anyone to play it. Right. We got the X's. The X. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the X. Okay. The, the X. Okay. I guess it just didn't do too well. 1982? Okay. Yeah. They discontinued Gone. it. The kind of core model Yeah. that didn't have the DiMarzios, didn't have the ash body, just like your plain, yeah. simple vanilla mahogany with the gilled humbuckers. Yeah. They hung on till 89 with that. Oh, really? But most Same of these, body style? Yeah. But, Weird. But most of these other variants, they just ditched it. Is this a 77? This uh, particular sure. one is yeah. a 79. 79? Yeah. It very much looks like a 70s guitar. It, it does. It's that natural body. It's got a couple the, of contours cut into the top of it, yeah. which are kind of nice. The headstock is the more traditional guild headstock Yeah. with what they call the Chesterfield logo, which is very nice, I think. Yeah. Dot inlays. I think this thing makes my list. For the year? So far, yeah. Yeah, I think that guitar's rad. And for guitar from the 70s, pretty reasonable. And nitro finish. Yeah, this one's checking, like, really cool. It's very nice. Meanwhile, yeah. Guild kept moving. Okay. We mentioned that they started out in Manhattan. Yeah. Then they moved to Hoboken. Yeah. Then they moved to Rhode Island when they get bought. Yeah. 95, they sell to Fender, and Fender moves them to Corona, California. Fender, California? Fender, I love California. It there. But then, yeah. shortly thereafter, Fender acquires another company. Mm-hmm. They acquire Tacoma Guitar Company. Right. And then they move the Guild production to Tacoma, Washington. Yep. But then yep. shortly after that, they acquire another company. Yeah. Command. And so okay. they move production of Guild to New Hartford, Connecticut. Which is where the Ovation stuff was being made? Uh-huh. I'm telling you, this guitar and the Ovation guitar, they feel like they are of the same thing. That feels right to me. Guild, unlike a lot of companies, for their entire existence, even throughout all these moves, has been known for high quality. Mm-hmm. They never really made shit. That can't be easy to do when you're moving like cross-country 8 million times. Because then shortly after that, the Cordoba Music Group buys them and moves them to Oxnard, California. I don't know where that is. Okay. Other than in California. Oxnard is Southern California near L.A., that's my gut. I'm fairly certain I've driven through Oxnard. So Southern California people are probably furious at me. We are coastal elites. We have to stick together. Oh, you kidding? Yeah, so yeah. I will endeavor to learn my California geography a little better. So to recap, keeping quality high from New York mm-hmm. to New Jersey mm-hmm. to Rhode Island mm-hmm. to California mm-hmm. to Washington to Connecticut and back to California. That sucks. Where they are to this day. Oh, really? Yeah. You said the thing about quality. Are you sure about that? Oh, like overseas? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's safer if I qualify this by saying while production was in the U.S. Sure. Quality was considered top-notch. Yeah. 
how much do you think this was when it came out in 77 or 1979 the ash with the dimarzios that guitar 1979 dollars 842 dollars it was 575 dollars how much is that? Well, in keeping with your kind of Two, uh, 2000 back of the envelope math, $2,037 in today dollars. It's so weird. Every guitar from like the 60s to the 80s, you know, not all of them, but like any sort of normal guitar you would go buy in a shop, yeah. two grand in today dollars. Yeah. Man, that's so weird. We got this from Uncle Frank over at Thunder Road Guitars. That's cool. Yep. That is a guitar I would be more than happy to be in a alti band. Oh, for sure. Rocking that thing. This thing sounds great. Did you know, Ed? Yeah. We had a viewer send us an email. Oh, yeah? With a suggestion. Like an email email. Uh, yeah, an email. Okay. To thehighgainpod at gmail.com. Oh. This comes from Gregory Taylor. He says, after randomly selecting words from Webster's unabridged dictionary, may I submit perplex the chicken. And he put a picture. He put a picture. Oh, uh, wait. This is what I imagine their first indie label release smoking would look like. That is great. And it's a picture of an uh, old-timey toddler. Yeah. Copping a smoke next to a chicken. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Out of... Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Virginia. I had a great aunt that lived in Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah, no kidding. And the first plane trip I ever took yeah? was being sent down to Alexandria, Virginia to visit the great aunt. Yeah. Under 10 years old, like, I'm going on this airplane thing and I'm meeting this. Who is this? How was that? This is your grandma's sister. So Alexandria, very cool. Suburb of D.C. Okay. Looks nice. A lot of spies and stuff. Yeah, probably. All right. So this is the kind of stuff that happens on our email mm. and on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash the high gain. Yeah. Get on it. Smash them sub butts. Sub butts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the subscription buttons? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sub butts. That's what I mean. So Patreon's doing great. We don't have to do boner pill commercials. I'm happy about that. You know what bothers me more than boner pills recently? What's that? On like NPR and the New York Times and some kind of political podcasts yeah. I listen to. Yeah. Having very corporate ads for Wall Street companies. And I would rather have NPR selling me boner pills than shilling for like fidelity or whoever it is Ooh, some wall street bank the big money's coming in we're not in that boat i think yeah. where big boner has not come up and offered us a boatload of cash because yeah. let me tell you i'd be selling you fucks some boner pills if it's between that and like deloitte and touche legal services or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> yeah. yeah save us you're our only hope. Now, if you work for corporate legal services or corporate accountancy services. Oh, please, services, give us a call. And, you know, we haven't heard anything right. back from our friends at Orca Beverage. God. So, you viewers, yeah, if you were to just, of your own accord, send them an email. Right. What am I going to do about that? Yeah. Okay, Ed. Yeah. Yeah. We did great today. I think so. You did amazing. Oh, I mean. On that Roxette song? Yeah. That was oh. poignant. Oh, yeah, yeah. breathtaking. I actually stood up for that one. Yeah. That was great. I had, you know, a little tear. 
yep. to my eye. Guess what, Ed? What? We got another socials. Oh, great. I know you like that. We're on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, Whoop. Twitter, uh-huh. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. Instagram, and Pinterest. <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Pinterest. Yeah. You're like a 45-year-old soccer mom over there. Sweet. <laughs>